how is your uh, dieting going? Girl, I not only fell off the wagon, I rolled down into the, <laughs> the ravine. <laughs> oh no. And I'm in the ditch. And there's a Whataburger at the bottom. <laughs> there's a Whataburger at the bottom. Your hair is doing things right oh, now. Thank you. The trick is not showering all the time. <laughs> That's how you get that nice. It's that nice, that good grease that you want. That perfect amount of grease. I never want to be that person who's always talking about their diet. You know how you always say that like dreams are not interesting to listen to? <laughs> I think that workout regimens are like a million times worse. Now I will say, if you told me a story about your workout session and then you said, and then my aunt showed up who's been dead for 10 years, I'd be like, whoa. That's a good story. I'm in. Almost never happens. <laughs> Almost yeah. never. Yeah, you're never like, so then for lunch, I had two chicken breasts, a whole raw bell pepper, and then it was like my grandma's house, but it wasn't. <laughs> you know? And then I burnt like 300 calories there. I mean, that's it. That's the secret right there. And that's the secret. Uh, should we start the show? Yeah, let's start this show. Hey, all you whippersnappers and troublemakers, it's me, Zach. <laughs> and it's me, Haley. And we're, we're not, not together. together. How's it going? It's going great. It's going pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Had a um, nice long weekend, actually. Yeah. We had Friday off mm -hmm. the 4th. Didn't feel like it, though. No, it didn't. And it I didn't feel very celebratory this year. So it was just kind of like... Yeah, no kidding. Getting annoyed at fireworks, mostly. But... Mm -hmm. um, I did get to spend a lot of time with Stevie, so that was great. So, yeah, how was your weekend? It was good. I mean, you also were at a Zoom wedding, correct? Yeah, so Stevie's mom got married to her partner today. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was earlier, and so we got to kind of Zoom in and watch. Um, and that was so nice and so lovely. That's nice. It's cool people are figuring things out like that, you know? Right. They were originally going to have, you know, like a big kind of family wedding, family and friends kind of thing at their house. And then, of course, things like that can't really happen anymore. And so they're like, screw it. Let's just do it. And uh, it was great. It yeah, was really screw it. Let's just do it. Screw it. Let's just do it. It was great. They were in uh, they got married at this place. It was just really pretty like pavilion in Philly. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So it was really nice. And then Stevie's sister was the officiant. That's so sweet. Yeah, it was great. So it was just like siblings and stuff. So nice. yeah, it was awesome. That's great. Are you planning to, well, not you, I don't know, but <laughs> are they planning on having um, some sort of celebration when all is said and done? I think so. You know, I'm yeah. not 100%. They obviously can't really plan for it now, but probably like yeah, in the future, right? they'll probably have something, you know. At some point. At some point. I'm, I'm very excited for the inevitable, like, here's what you missed parties where we celebrate everything that we missed. Whoa. Like, I, I want like an holidays party. Like cute where you get like you hit your, you know, your Easter, your St. Patrick's day, everybody who had a birthday or wedding or hopefully not Halloween. But if it happens, you know, there, we have that too. Uh, I feel like it could be an all day thing where like you each, it either all happens at once or each segment is like, okay, now it's, New Year's now it's Eve. New well, Year's, like, yeah. We didn't miss New Year's Eve, but let's let's get another one in anyway. Why not? It. Yeah, we've yeah. earned it. We've earned it. That'd be so fun. I would love that. Like, okay, so from nine to nine a.m. to eleven a.m., 
we're fucking painting eggs, okay? Yeah. And then from uh, <laughs> find him by this time because it's St. Patrick's Day next. Yeah, or it's, you know. exactly. And then immediately at noon, St. Patrick's Day starts, and you just yeah throw all the eggs off the table. Throw them off. <laughs> throw a bunch of green beers on there. I love yeah. that. Couple of birthday and then it's cakes, everyone's all birthdays. Sorts of treats. Yeah, yeah, it's everybody's birthdays. It's everybody's birthday at one, and then there's so many cakes. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's got to happen. I'm down to host this thing. I'm in. Yeah, right. Hundred percent in. Okay, great. Sweet. Yeah. I'll like cook and I'll grill master or something. Oh, that'd be At great. At least I'll bake some stuff. Excellent. Super I'll be on the green beer. I got that covered. Nice. <laughs> I'll bring like a pinata that looks like, um, I don't know. Is Arbor Day, did Arbor Day happen? Is that coming <laughs> like up? Like a tree? Like yeah, probably. Tree? Yeah. I think it did happen. Earth Day, I we'll think see. Earth Day happened. I'm assuming we're going to miss all the holidays, to yes. be honest, at this point, at the way people are acting. I agree. Um, I'm so pissed yeah. that people are ruining yeah. Halloween for us. The perfect Halloween. The perfect Halloween. This whole year, all the holidays, all the like the partying holidays are on Saturdays. All of them. I'm so angry. Yeah. I'm so angry. I know. And then people who can't help themselves are often like Fire Island or some shit getting their family sick and and all that. It's bonkers. Dude, those pictures on Fire Island. Ah, what are you doing? I'm so fucking angry. I'm so angry and like and like I love the surprise and the apology videos that they get afterwards when people, you know, find out as if they didn't expect like I there's just like a pattern of these like, you know, this isn't the first time someone's been canceled over some shitty thing they did or said. Yeah. So why are you like what why did you need to show your shittiness off? Right. Just so your parents could set could tell everyone. One of the people who posted shit like they're mom is in chemo currently and their dad had like heart surgery uh like a while back and they're both over 70 and so they're just like hey you're not in the comments of his like whole fuck you i'm not wearing a mask at fire island and the comments are like hey don't come home like what the fuck you know like well and don't because you're putting your fam you yeah showing like i don't give a fuck about my own family like that's sociopathic right i don't know what it's gonna take I don't know. White gays are like really getting into Karen territory, and it's oh my god, yeah, oh yeah, driving me insane. Oh, we have get your are. shit together. Get your shit white together, gays. white gays. Come on. Ugh, corona is a virus, but y'all are a plague. Oh, get them. Get them. <laughs> anyway, yes, but yeah. my weekend was good. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mostly a lot of video games and stuff. Staying inside, baked, been making a lot of sourdough. Mm. Um, yeah, playing a lot of uh, a lot of fun games and the and stuff. Oh, and D and D, of course, lots of D and D. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. We yeah. had the most amazing. I mean, I'm gonna tell the listeners now. We had the most sure. amazing D and D campaign. Zach is our dungeon master in this particular uh-huh. campaign, and Zach brought it. I mean, oh, I think everybody brought it. To be just the i mean it's one thing to be a good actor but to be able to like hold like 20 characters <laughs> and do them all justice is like crazy so uh, whew, hats off i thank you i really appreciate that a lot. i mean it's just i mean it, it just everybody makes it so easy it's because you guys make good choices you know or mm-hmm. interesting choices like stuff that i also wouldn't expect and so it's easy to react to that in a way that makes sense because all your you're just all providing we're all doing it together and it's just the most fun 
I love doing it. If you're not playing D&D already, you should be doing it with your friends because what yes. else are you going to do inside all the time? And I just want to mention we're doing it virtually, FYI. Yeah, exactly. We yeah, are. yeah. Over Zoom and whatever. But um, yeah. We've been doing it so long, I, I get like Facebook reminders of like, hey, here's a picture of you guys. Hey, remember when you were together? Oh, yeah, isn't like, that nice? Oh. Maybe all like misty. misty. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so fun. We had like huge payoffs that I've been holding on for literally since we started this campaign like maybe a year and a half ago so it yeah. was so fun so cool. god it was so fun so cool ah and i can't wait to see where it goes anyway <laughs> that's not what we're talking about today no what are we talking about today zach we are doing advice questions we said we were gonna do it and now we are uh i know it's been you know a rocky month so we were we've been taking a break for our own personal just mental health and also getting all of our stuff in order mm-hmm. um but now we can we can do this and thank you all for sending in questions yeah thank you all so much yeah um okay so first one it's a question from a friend of the show in england uh his name's hayden uh and hayden says greetings from england hope you're both doing okay like a lot of people right now i've been feeling pretty down and lonely lately with covid happening i've had to move out of my room at university and go back home to live with my parents We get along, but I don't really feel close to them, and I don't think that's going to change. I feel weird about it, but it's okay. My friends and I are keeping touch, but we're all pretty swamped with uni work, so it's not nearly as often as we'd like. I'm turning 21 this summer, and I've been out since 14. Also, by the way, amazing. I was out around 2021, so amazing. That's all. That's great. I love that people are coming out earlier, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Anyway, been out since 14, but I've still never had a boyfriend. There have been a couple of guys who seemed like possibilities, but we didn't work out for whatever reason. I know there's no time limit on this stuff, but I just feel so helpless and hopeless about my prospects, especially now. I usually try to find spaces to meet people in real life since I find it so difficult to maintain a connection over text and or on the apps, but obviously that's not possible at the moment. I feel like I've done a lot of work on the working on myself that's been talked about uh, for single people, uh, and I'm at a point emotionally where I don't think I can grow much further without a partner. I feel like I'm built for companionship somehow. I'm really tired of casual sex and working towards a career that doesn't matter to me half as much as building lasting friendships and relationships. I guess I just don't know how to proceed, and I wonder if you had any experience with similar feelings or just thoughts on whatever I've said. Thanks for listening, Hayden. Thanks so much for sending this, Hayden. We separately, since we just, we got this a while ago, we have given some thought on this, and we we responded to Hayden directly, but it was was a great question. We wanted to share it uh, Mm -hmm. with everyone. Haley, before you started dating Stevie, or, or really dating in general, did you feel much of like a rush to be with somebody i feel like that ticking clock feeling is real like for sure absolutely i i have felt that way before i did especially when i was younger too i mean not so much like in the sense of i need to find somebody because i want to be married at this certain time or anything like that but yeah but i have like i definitely had like an extreme fomo of like what if i am not actively looking for this person and what if i miss out on them and like all that other you know Mm -hmm. all that other stuff um but there's definitely been times when i was single like when i would get extremely lonely like very lonely of course yeah and not only for like physical connection but like for just an emotional connection as well um and even not even like physical as in like sex stuff but like i think if you're single for a really long time, you even just miss like having physical touch in your life. 
You know what right. I mean? So I Traveling totally up, just being near somebody. Yeah. So I totally, yeah. absolutely understand that. Um, and it's it's tough. I mean, the hard part is is you know there's no oh if you follow these steps you're gonna find your soulmate. Yeah. And that's what's tough yeah. about it. The only thing you can do is continue to, you know, put yourself out there, I mm-hmm. guess. No, I totally get what you're saying, though. Mm-hmm. I think especially when we're younger, at least when I was younger, I used to think like I had to be on kind of a set timeline as far as finding somebody or getting married or having kids and, and having that line up perfectly with, you know, the way your career is going up is, is so important. Um, Mm -hmm. and I got a lot of that from my parents, I think, because my, my parents met when they were like teenagers, they were, um, like 14, 16 in band camp. They were nerds. I had no chance, but they, you know, they knew each other all through high school, college, Mm -hmm. and then got married very young. Yeah. Like about Hayden's age, um, like 21, 23, 20, like 24. Mm -hmm. And so that, when you hear that, that you know that's something your parents did then you start thinking well then i must have to do that too and then i think that also started breaking down a little bit for me as i've been out as a gay person and like not just out but out of like my parents house and things like that in a way and out and about in the world mm-hmm. um because i think that is like such a a myth that heteronormativity tells us that yes these are your meeting and getting married years because you have to be married by your 30s or whatever um in order to be happy and have kids or you know it like there's this idea that there's this code or this path or the the magic numbers and that's gonna give you a happy life i mean my parents are divorced now so Mm -hmm. i think that was another big thing for me where i realized oh that's not the recipe necessarily i mean it can be for some people but that doesn't mean that it's the tried and true tested thing that works every time. Right. It's funny because, I mean, as as writers, right, for, for many career paths, sorry, this is going to be a, long, a long-winded analogy. <laughs> sure. Um, like I we're, usually we're do. We're for the ride. <laughs> what else are they going to do? What you know, else yeah. are they going to do? What are you going to do, Hayley? turn us off? Oh, shit. I shouldn't have told <laughs> But no, like for writers, right, like writers in the TV industry or in the film industry, yeah. If you ask someone, how do I become a writer in the TV industry or the film industry? There's no there's no way to do it. Like, there's no thing where yeah. you do, okay, you do this step, then you do this yeah. step, then you do this step, then you do that step. And then you'll get it. Because you can do all those steps and still not yeah. get it. Right. You know? Or you can do step one and somehow get it amazingly. Mm-hmm. You do half the steps and get it. You do all the steps and never get it. Sure. Or, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of a similar thing, like not not saying you'll never find love, but it's just there's not really a path. Right. There's not a set path, if that makes sense. I mean, the good thing is when you learn that there's not some catch-all or trick, I think that is sort of freeing in a way. Like it, mm-hmm. it's just the only thing, for writing at least, is just write. And for dating and meeting people is just... Just date just date in fact it doesn't have to mean anything at least at first because if if you're sitting around and this is nothing to do you know with with any judgment on anyone but i think in general if you're sitting around thinking i wish i had somebody i wish i had somebody Mm -hmm. then you're just looking for people as somebody to fill a like a mad lib in your life you know like this Mm -hmm. 
this person, place, or thing. Whereas what you want is to meet somebody and go, oh, I like you. Yes. I like you. I don't like, I don't want somebody. I want you. Right. I think when you, when you put all the pressure like, oh, I hope this works out or I hope this person is the one, then you're putting a lot of, you're just putting a lot of force on a new, very flimsy relationship. So especially when you're young, I mean, this is the time to make mistakes and learn things and learn how you like to date and learn the type of people you don't want to be with. It doesn't mean like, oh, go on all these bad dates, but learn what is a bad date for you. What Look what is, learn what is something you don't want in a partner. And then when you find out what you don't want, then I don't know, eventually you just, I don't know, things click, I guess, hopefully. Right, totally. I mean, and like you mentioned, it's like there are plenty of, let's say, high school sweethearts who work out and yeah. go on forever. Um, sure. But then there are some who, you know, of course, I mean, half of all marriages end in divorce. So, of course, there are some that, that don't work out. So, there's no timeline, you know. That's the thing. There's no rush. There's no, yeah. and there's no rush, you know. You're not looking for, you're not looking for anybody. You're looking for that person. And think about it. It's one person you're looking for. They're going to be not so easy to find. I mean, sure. You're going <laughs> you have to look through it's a needle in a haystack situation and that's yeah, sometimes. That is how dating is unfortunately. And so you might meet someone and you think you might for a while think they're the one and then you find out maybe they're not, but Yeah. But there's also nothing wrong with that. There's no time wasted in dating someone. And no. then not necessarily ending up with them. I mean, I mean, the only time wasted is being in a relationship that you know is bad and then sticking around, like sticking with it because of certain, like, oh, well, we've been around for so long, so might as well just see it through. You know, like if it, right, if right. it goes bad, you got to, you know, you gotta call bail. it as it is. Yeah. I also don't think there's just like the one for everybody. You know, there's all sorts of people you're going to meet and they're all different. And and there's some, there's plenty of like the one for that moment too and mm-hmm. it sucks when that goes away but then i don't know you move on and you you're, you're still around like you'll be fine like yeah you'll get it yeah also on top of all of this i think what's really like why, why a lot of us are feeling these like nagging feelings is is we are stuck yes away from people and so it's highlighting for a lot of people that those feelings those those feelings of loneliness um 100 or, or yeah. wanting companionship mm-hmm. um and i i unfortunately i don't have anything to say that's gonna really mm-hmm. say that you know that's gonna totally go away I, except for there's it, it's so hard right now and to be saying like well i've got the time better focus on this like you you're not going to be standing on a desert island and be like well better see what my my dating prospects are you know like mm-hmm. first we got to get off the island you know that's priority right survival and i will say this as well i um i think i just to go back to the first part of your email hayden i yeah. do think that i felt a similar way when i was younger where i felt a certain way about my parents and i really didn't think that the way i felt about them would change oh, yeah. and literally this year are like my relationship with my parents have has changed so much in a positive way um and so i think there is room for that i mean if you are there with them maybe there is room for that i mean for me it was because i was hiding much of my sexuality from them i mean they knew i was a lesbian but they didn't you know i didn't share 
any partners with them or anything like that. Um, and yeah. this year I have, and it's been awesome, and I'm so glad I did. And I feel very happy about that and close to them because of it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's incredible. That's great. Yeah, and you, you, know, you also mentioned that you're working at this job you maybe aren't stoked on. Well, maybe... This is a time to, you know, you're, you are so young. I mean, I don't think it's ever late to change your career path, but no. at this point, I mean, your career path just start, must have just started. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be so many jobs that are like not going to be the best or not fun. And those are sometimes just you, you need those jobs to make money, but they're still stepping stone blocks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this such like this, this idea. I need to be successful by my thirties, you know? I don't know why that is. And even then you're, you're, oh my gosh, you're so young. Yeah. You're so young. You have plenty of time. So baby. So that's the thing is that's such a, like we all, it, there's just so much time. Yeah. There's so, you have so much more time. And no one wants to hear that, but I, and I understand that. Like I would, I, that's not what I wanted to hear when I was but 21. But that's a good thing. That's time for, time to, to work on yourself. Like you're already doing time to meet plenty of people, time for your parents and your, you know, your to change, like. Mm-hmm. things are things will change but they unfortunately don't happen right away like we want right right and hey you know what being single in your 20s can be fun it is fun you know it is fun it is fun. it could be fun for you take it from a himbo they, it's <laughs> the, the only good thing to come out of 2020 is the word himbo <laughs> let me put it to you this way if i had met stevie when i was 21 i would not have been ready for that you know that's that is also true. So don't, yeah, don't worry about so much. But like Zach said, date. Just date. Just date. See how it goes. Although, yeah, right now, I, what, 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 what do people do right now? I don't I know. I think people it's, are Zoom dating a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. I mean, if, if you're Zoom dating and, I mean, you both, I mean, you're living with your parents right now, so that's not ideal. Uh, to bringing a date over but I mean right. as long as everybody's gotten checked and they are not around like a bunch of roommates and stuff all the time or seeing a bunch of different people I mean there, there's plenty of people I know who are creating their little pods with them and their you know their people mm-hmm. they're, they're which is which is great I mean we need we need human connection I don't know what I would be doing without Brant and my roommates I don't I don't know what I do I really right. don't same with Stevie and my roommates yeah you know, it's a very, it's a small loop, but you know, it's something. Yeah. But yeah, we, I mean, we, we talked a bit about it. We talked more at length in our email to Hayden and we, we, there was a bit of back and forth and we hope all of that helps, but we also wanted to share that with anyone else who might be feeling the same. Cause I'm sure there's plenty of people having very similar for sure experiences right now. Yeah. I always think this, if you are someone who lives alone and you have a friend who lives alone, Mm-hmm. just like get tested or quarantine and maybe ride this thing out together you know yeah. maybe be each other's roommates for be each other's roommates and then week or something one time you like share some pasta and then you you know you're each sucking on a pasta <laughs> string and then oh no it's the same pasta and then oh is it did we oh, kiss what oh. oh is that a little marinara on your on your cheek let, let me, me get, get that, that for you. you with my tongue and, oh what's this and you're in love <laughs> and that's it and that's it. And that's the secret. That's the actually. And that's the secret. the secret. That's the real secret. It's the special sauce. The special sauce. But I hope that's helpful. Yeah, I hope that's helpful. Okay, we have another question here from at FDLCDN. 
Fiddlesudden. Um, oh. <laughs> okay, Lewis Carroll. <laughs> what would your superhero names and powers of choice be? Hmm. Great. This is perfect. Have we talked about this? Have we at all, even briefly? Not- or in it? Maybe, maybe it was just us chatting about it. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I okay. we kind of went into this blind, and I'm glad we did. Um, fair, fair enough. I have always had an inkling to want to be able to teleport. Okay. Yeah. That's always something I've because I th- just think it'd be really cool to be able to be like, man, I want to go on vacation, and then poop. Boop. It's an interesting one as far as like crime fighting goes. Would I help anyone in the world but myself? Not Probably. really. Probably not. <laughs> hey, but I mean, just because you have a superpower, does that mean you have to be a hero? Right. Not necessarily. I mean, do we? Are well, there people out there with superpowers right now who just have chosen not to be heroes, and that's why definitely. we don't know about them? Right. Yeah, that's why we don't know about superheroes. Right. Because they're all selfish. We've seen what happens <laughs> when you start using your superpowers all willy-nilly. Gwen Stacy gets her neck snapped. Yeah, no. And it's I, like, what? Oh, come on. What are we doing? I don't want Stevie tied to some train tracks or anything like that. So absolutely not am I no, telling anyone. fair enough. No. We're just teleporting to, to, <laughs> to an island yeah, somewhere. To, to an island. I will say I would use it for good sometimes. Like, if I could, let's say teleport to the white house and grab uh, i don't know someone who was in there and then teleport over the atlantic ocean and then drop sure. drop said person <laughs> in the atlantic ocean and then Just teleport right. back home you know like that might be <laughs> a time i mean hey when i could use that might my, be fun it might be fun it might be tight yeah it could be tight it might be tight what would you call yourself like just popping in and out of stuff like oh that? uh Poppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poppers is good. We love Poppers. We love Poppers. Love we love Poppers. Poppers so, is like the cutest superhero name I've ever heard, actually. Yeah, because I just kind of pop in and out of areas, pop, and then pop. my butthole's a little woo a little after. <laughs> I mean, t- teleportation will do. Having all your molecules, you know, disassembled and reassembled, will do that. To we'll you. definitely loosen a butthole or two. Absolutely, we'll do that for you. Too. Yeah. Um, I hope it makes a little sounds when you <laughs> pop in and out of places i think so because if i'm like yeah. in theory uh you know disintegrating into a bunch of particles uh sure. um, going faster than the speed of light breaking yeah, the yeah, yeah. sound barrier it'll probably <laughs> create that <laughs> there's a little uh question about your this is not this i don't know if this is off topic but so question about your picking up somebody whoever sure from the White House and dropping them over the Atlantic. I don't have a question about the morality of that or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're falling, because you'd be you'd you'd pop up over, and then we'd and then both you'd, fall. You you'd be falling. When you pop back to wherever, does the velocity stay the same as you're falling? Oh, or good you question. Just, yeah. Do I get to? I think I get to choose where I pop, whether it's fifty feet above mm-hmm. the the ground or yeah. on the ground. So I think I would pop. Right back on the ground and maybe have like a little whoa, you know, like whoa, a, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, I've just been thinking about that ever since you said that a while ago. <laughs> so it's been going through my brain. Sure, That's sure, sure. Good. That's good. Yeah. Nice. No, we got to make sure Poppers is safe. Poppers has got to be safe. Poppers has got to be safe. 
Uh, nice. I like that. I think I've talked about this, or maybe briefly, but I always loved, like, Mr. Fantastic's, like, or the just spread stretchy ability. Cool. I feel like that's really cool. Um, I feel like he doesn't use it as much as he could. Like, I love when they take it further, like, with Jake the Dog in Adventure Time, where he can just kind of be anything and stretch basically infinitely. Right. I imagine it'd be really grotesque in real life and not as a cartoon. Like, if I were to make myself into, like, a human car-looking thing, it would, like, a flesh car, you know, where does my everything go? And you hear just your bones breaking and reconnecting. Yeah, yeah, and and growing new arms. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean. No, I uh, love it. It's so weird weird in practice, but kind of, I mean, it could be great. No, okay, so that's what would happen is I would, you know, pop over to the white house and grab you know i don't know somebody right somebody and uh as i'm falling into the ocean boom zach boat is in there here i come yeah Yeah. and catches me and then oh that's real good yeah and then we can pop over to wherever you want yeah wait yeah and i think and just pop together yeah and then just go (laughs) sailing over or i could be your parachute as you glide down oh just a skin parachute skin parachute hey it worked in the incredible so i think it would work for us just see every Uh, vein stretched like thin and it's so so weird when you really try and think of it practically and not as a cartoon right right it gets real gross yeah but what i like about it is its versatility and i think you're right i think that my name needs to come like the verse or the true verse or something like that. Versati- the versatile man. Nail on the mother fucking head. Yes. I think that's it. Because you could also essentially, um, <laughs> you could also essentially teleport, right? Because let's say you're like, I want to go to Italy for a nice weekend. All oh, you have to do is stretch to Italy. Real long. Real long. And then have your uh, back if, half. If there's no limits, yeah. And then but, have your back half come back. If I if I stretch that long, like a stiff breeze would just <laughs> snap me in half somewhere over the Atlantic. Uh, it'd be horrible. I like it. I, and I love it an idea. I don't know about it. The more I think about it in practice, it would it'd be so gross. But it'd be very gross. Useful. So useful. Between the two of us, we could kind of do anything we wanted. Probably. Who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're supervillains. Oh, See, no. this is how it happens. Dang it. We're gay supervillains. No, this is not I... the image we want to portray. <laughs> Damn it. Well, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, more. <laughs> oh, man. We wanted more gay representation, but not like this. Not like this. Not like this. We were the worst people to imbue with these powers. Um. All right, next question. Uh, this question is more for you, Haley, it looks like. Hmm. Um, Cheris says, I'm in the process of adopting a puppy <gasps> and love some advice from an established dog owner. Ooh. You know, you, you're you very well known in the, the community. In the very dog well community. established dog owner. I like that you make me sound so distinguished. Really does. Well, yeah. Cheris does. Yeah. No, Cheris, I don't, thank no, you. Don't, don't give me the credit. Um <laughs> I've talked myself out of getting a dog for years because it's going to mean significant changes to my schedule and freedom. Mm, true. Having a dog takes a lot of work and responsibility, but now that I've met the dog that makes it worth it, I want to do it right. Smiley Aww. face. Well, at least you're aware that a dog, I mean, it is like a, 
it's much like a kid in the sense that it really does affect your freedom and, you know, throw spontaneity out the window, you know? Right. You're the type right. of person who's like, oh, hey, you want to go on a weekend trip this weekend? You know, like, yeah, like, that's not really happening anymore. Mm-hmm. With a cat, it's a little different because, you know, if it's like a weekend trip, I think some people can just, like, give enough food for the cat and the cat can just kind of go to the bathroom and do the water. Sometimes, and, yeah, or at the sometimes. very least, get, like, one of those, if you're, you know, real fancy, real rich, you can get one of those timing feeders. Automatic like feeder, that. yeah. Yeah. Or, like, have someone come in and check, like, every other day. Whereas sure. a dog, it's like a dog needs to at least have, like, five checks in the mm-hmm. day especially i mean a puppy is like an all-day affair um yeah. i'd also honestly be worried i don't like right now getting a dog because you're going to always be home i wonder i don't know like how is scout doing do you, do you think she's is her behavior changing now that you're home all the time like i would just be afraid of them getting like separation anxiety or something. once you left you mean once you yeah. went back to work yeah right. no but scout's always been a very independent dog so okay. she's she's pretty happy that I'm home, but like also whenever I leave or whenever I used to go to work, like she was not the type of dog that was like crying at the door. She was the type of dog that was like right, right, right. Later, oh, <laughs> you know, you're back. Yeah, never barely cares. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I'd say especially with a puppy, um, but with any dog, mm. right? The best way to get a dog to behave in in a way and not like act out, not chew anything, not you know, destroy your house or not piss all over the floor. It really is like exercise, especially young dogs. They need yeah. so much get exercise. Yeah. Get that energy out of them. Yeah. I mean, and I dissuade people from having dogs all the time. Oh, you know? really? I do. Well, because I'm like, okay, well, are you, are you able to do this, 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 that, this, this, this? And if yeah. they can't, then I'm like, well, then you probably shouldn't have one. Has you know? anyone ever come to you saying, I'm thinking of getting a dog and you just immediately are like, not you. in a nicer way but yes i have well just because it's like i know you don't have the time like i know my friends and i'm like uh you don't have the time for this because it's really hard and again they require a lot of care a lot of exercise because it's not like a cat where the cat just goes to the bathroom in their box whenever they want you know whereas a dog is like you've got to be the one that to let them out um yeah which means you either have yeah. to have a yard where you can just like let them out when you want or you have to be able to take them on like at least five walks a day if you're living right. in an apartment or something um i mean it's every time you know a, a kid asks their parents to get a dog and the and the parents are like okay but you you got to be the one to pick up after it and feed it and they're like i will i will and then it's always mom and dad right yeah because it's a lot i mean the the yeah. feeding part's easy that part's easy. Sure. It's honestly like the bathrooms and the time and the exercise. Like exercise is huge. Right. I also happen to have like a high energy breed. Huskies, yeah. Oh my gosh. She's nine and a half and she had the wildest zoomies the other day where I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And for Huskies, it never ends. Like they're wild mm-hmm. till the end. Uh, high energy, high energy dogs. I mean, that's the other thing. If, if you live in a place where, you know, especially if you're in a city and you have like, you don't have a place for them to run around, then that's almost not fair, especially if it's like a high energy dog like that. Exactly. Like it's, yeah, or a big dog in a tiny studio where they don't have enough place, you know, to maybe right. roam or something. Because, um, yeah, if and you of don't. Of course, they're going to love you, but, yeah. they're, you know, it's going to make your job a lot 
harder. Right. And again, when they're not, when they're all cooped up and they, they go stir crazy, just like humans do. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, think of it this way. Imagine having a five-year-old child in a studio apartment cooped up all day long. Like, yeah. they're just going to be like, <sighs> you know, just screaming, going nuts. So crazy. it's like, if you can't, if you can't run them around like crazy, like if you can't t- put them on a leash and run them around the block a couple times a day, then you should have a yard where you can let them out, where they can, you know, go run around like crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what are like what are some of like the biggest changes to to your to your life or schedule or or you know or whatever things that maybe you didn't even expect from having a dog. Mm. You know, it was really hard when I was working. If anyone was ever like, hey, I have this thing happening at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday. Do you want to come? No, I can't. Because I get off mm-hmm. work at 6.30 and I have to go home before I can do anything to let the dog out. Yeah. And then I can go do something. But then I have to go back home again because I have to let her out for her final potty. And I will yeah. say it's really awesome having um, really great roommates who love her because they're mm-hmm. very helpful. Um I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like letting her out for her final potty for the night. Or if I stay over at Stevie's in the morning, you know, I can ask one of them, hey, do you mind feeding her her morning? Right. You know, but and I, but I feel bad. You know, I feel guilty about that because it's like I feel bad putting that on them. But and of course, they're so nice about it. They're like, no, we don't we don't mind. But, you know, I feel bad about it. Um, mm. But yeah, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a thing you are caring for. Their life is in your hands. And then sometimes I've been very fortunate because Scout's been mostly healthy her whole life. But like Mm -hmm. sometimes something could come up and guess what? That's a $2,000, $3,000 bill that you weren't expecting. Yeah. And that's that's happened with her before for sure. You go to the, it's three grand, you know, and you're like, fuck. So you better have. They know know you're going to pay it because you love them yeah of course and you should you know but that's that's the thing you should have ready that's the thing you should have planned there is pet insurance um i haven't used that i know some people swear by it i'm not at this point it's hard for me to get it for scout because she's a senior dog so it's kind of expensive is she she is considered a senior can you believe it she looks so young she looks so beautiful not a day over five oh thank you i'll tell her you said that yeah (laughs) no problem um but yeah, I mean, and, and training is going to be frustrating. That's another thing. You know, even for little dogs, you know, a lot of people don't don't train little dogs as much as they train big dogs because if a little jog, dog jumps on your legs, you're like, oh, that's yes. okay. But you really yeah. should be training. Um, and that's another cost. You know, you got to take into account food costs. Most of the time, they're pretty healthy, but at a certain age, you have to get blood work every single year, which is 200 something bucks. Um, Whoa. No matter how old they are, they have to get shots every single year, which is those those actually are pretty cheap. Those are pretty cheap. But, um, you know, those are just the things you have to, like, think about. Just make sure it's in your budget to take care of a dog. And, yeah, actually, if you do think you can do all these things, now is actually a pretty good time to get a dog because you you will be home and you will have the time to train to train. Yeah, because that's that's a big one because it's all about consistency, you know. So if you've ever considered it and you have the resources and you have the time, which the time is actually one of the harder parts, then now's actually a pretty good time. But just definitely make sure this isn't a whim. You know, this is definitely something you should think about because also this should be something you should consider this in at least a 15-year commitment. 
And if you think to yourself, I don't know if I can take care of this thing for 15 years, then right. don't do it, you know, because it's sad when a dog gets used to home and then you have to give it up. I mean, that happens, it happens way too often. Way too often. And that's what really way frustrates me. That's what really yeah. frustrates me because you see all these like older dogs that are have been with a family for X amount of years and then they give them up and it makes me so sad because also those... I don't know how anybody can... How can yeah. you give up a dog? It's crazy. It's crazy. I know. So Ugh. think of it like that. If, if you're not 100 and absolutely 100% that, that you can do this for 15 years, then don't do it, you know? I, this isn't really the question, but um, I'm curious how you think you've personally changed thanks to Scout. Oh, I mean, she is my absolute world. Like, I've never, like, loved something <laughs> this much. Like, I've never, I mean, and she's, you know, it's funny because my therapist mentioned this, like, because we talk about my connection with Scout a lot because it's so strong and it's so, yeah. so important to me. Um, and she mentioned, you know, like, when actually we got Scout, it was actually like a pretty tr like traumatic time in my life when I was like 19 wow. and we got her right then and she was just like of course such a source of joy and then like my baby and so it's and then when I moved out here like of course I had my friends but Scout was my family member that came out with here with me mm -hmm. so Scout is like truly like my fam you know my family and I I yeah. consider my friends my family of course but like my friends have their own lives and they have their friends and they have their partners and who does scout have scout has me you know i'm her her mommy you know and it's like i, f I truly feel like her mommy for sure and it's a great feeling that's it's so awesome. sweet i love her so, so much sweet. she's my world <laughs> she's my heart Ugh. she's the best i love that yeah oh so it's a great feeling if you can if you can commit to it and do all that and i'm sure i know Cheris like so I think Cheris yeah. is absolutely a good person to be having a dog, but one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, so I can't wait for their love to grow. Uh, our next question is from at Dazten, I think D A H Z T E N, which is what is the next step for us in LGBTQ history? Um, I know trans rights are a hot issue currently, mm -hmm. so I guess they're asking. You know what is what's kind of next? I guess after, what's next? Um, you know, trans. I, I take a little pause. Uh, the idea of that it's like a a hot issue in quotes. Like I, I agree. Don't, like that it's like it almost makes it sound like it's like oh it's so trendy right now. Which like in a weird way like I don't know people people like to make human rights issues into into trends as well. But it is this is people's lives and it, it, it's it been an issue for just forever you know right and it, this isn't a new thing um so what's the next step for us in lgbtq history i mean we have i mean we yeah we are it's 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 illegal to fire someone for being gay and in in america now finally and uh we can get married mm -hmm. but people are constantly trying to take those away from us they're on the chopping you block. Know, like they're not they're on the chopping block. solidified. I feel no. like they're written on a piece of paper and not in stone. To be honest, uh, correct. It's just it's just a like a matter of, you know, one or two people up top. Yeah. You know, a a, a shift 
and then those things are gone, you know? Right. Um, and then, and then on top of that, there's just plenty of our, our trans brothers, sisters, and non-binary, uh, siblings who aren't, aren't safe, you know, in, in, in a lot of places walking around and, mm-hmm. and, and aren't, and sometimes aren't taken seriously by other people, you know, like, right. I don't know. We have to continue fighting for them. And, and we, and I mean, and another thing we, we always talk about representation. We just were in media. I mean, another, another step that is, I think at least close and attainable and people have been talking about it more and more and more is making sure certain roles are played by the people who represent those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that like, it's important to remember that like, I, I don't I don't I think this what this person mentioned is like that's just currently the conversation right now not necessarily like it's a hot button topic you know whatever but yeah but I also think it's important to remember that like trans people are not new like at all no. um and when the conversations which granted have started recently like about trans representation yeah. like and trans rights like those are things that are just currently happening and just currently being talked about so the conversations happening are new but trans people are not new um and the fight is also not not new new. um so as far as like next steps go i i think i mean ideally we're gonna i don't think there's ever gonna be a point where it's like what come there's not there's never gonna be a what comes next after trans people like who are the new version of that going to be and it's not that because all these people already existed there Mm -hmm. may be different names for people nowadays but all these people have already existed it's just that their their rights are being considered finally (laughs) so i think hopefully i mean the next step is trans people having the same rights that everyone else does yes um which I think is going to probably take a little while. I, I don't think gay people necessarily s- quite have the rights we're promised yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to take a long time. Um, no, for that yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like a, it's a battlefront that keeps, you know, we move it a little forward and then it gets pushed back and then it's moved forward, but you have to keep standing your ground every time. Otherwise it's going to push back even further than it was right you know the good have to keep pushing the good news is i do think it's more two steps forward and one step back than it is one step forward and two steps back. yeah i yeah if you look at the course of history that's how it is yes you know it's an upward there's a slight upward trajectory even if there's dips so i think that's great but um i don't if this if i'm reading this question correctly is i don't think there will be a okay what's the next thing right we're going to be fighting for um because yeah i think we're just always going to be fighting for queer and trans rights absolutely um, and i think it'll take a lot a long time to get to that equality we're looking for there, there isn't really much of a question of what's the next thing because we're we're here now the next thing is is the current thing which is black lives matter yeah and we need to be fighting for that if you are a queer person you need to be fighting for those people too it's it's like it's not you shouldn't just fight the fight just because oh it's about me right now you need to be fighting for everybody right right everybody's rights because it's all 
it's all human rights, every single thing. And so unless you're actively fighting racism, you're, I mean, like we were saying, it's not enough to just be not a racist. You have to be anti-racist. Right, exactly. You know? And and I was going to mention, if there is anything that's like the next thing, it would be the continuation of fighting racism because, yeah, I mean, even after all these protests, we are still basically nowhere. I mean, the people who murdered... Brianna Taylor are not arrested. Yeah. The people who murdered Elijah mm-hmm. are not arrested. There's and even though it's not getting quite as much media coverage, the protests are still happening mm-hmm. and police are still rioting and get like and and coming in with full-on army tactics and gear. Mm-hmm. And and fucking going ape shit on people. Yeah. I think that like racism is going to wild I mean weirdly Racism is going to take longer to to fix before transphobia is. Well, like Keith was also saying, it's not like we like to think it's a fixed thing, but like, I love what he was saying is that it's like it's it's just like a a forever thing. It's like a you know you do a little better, yeah. And you 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 keep working on it, but there's you know there's not necessarily a place where you look back and you're like, hey, we did it, right. <laughs> Exactly. Not everybody on the back. Exactly. You know? I mean, homophobia still exists. Transphobia still exists. Yeah. Racism obviously still exists. But I mean, I feel safer as a gay person than I think most black people do. And it's because mm-hmm. racism is so much more deeply rooted than homophobia yes. and transphobia is. Um, again, not because these things are new, but just because people learned about them much later. Like, people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So... I mean, for so much of history, you know, gays were like ignored, just ignored, really. We could hide. You know, and just like pushed under the rug. Because we hid. We were good at hiding. Active, there were active just programs and, and, and structures in play to harm black people and people of color and keep them back. Exactly. We can pretend to be not gay. Sure. It's not ideal. If if it comes down to it. Yeah. But I mean, we can. And people did. Yeah. People pretended to be not gay for a very long time. It's a horrible way to live, but still but it's it's not, you know. Right. It's 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 not the same. Exactly. It's nowhere near the same. Right. For your own safety if you had to, you know. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to get housing, you could pretend you're not gay. Right. You know, if you wanted to I mean, to... the thing is America didn't fight a whole war about <laughs> about homophobia yes you know about homophobia exactly exactly that's at the end of the day that's all you need to point to exactly exactly so yeah i think that we're going to be fighting for trans rights and we should we should keep doing that we're gonna have to continue to fight racism for such a long time and i think it's important to keep that fight up um and not just let it dwindle down because it's going to come up again because guess what people are still racist and the system yeah. is still racist it's true i mean the, the other thing i mean we've got a huge election coming up this year mm-hmm. i think we all know that um there's been a lot of you know infighting and a lot of um oh well that's not who i'd pick or i'm not going to vote for joe biden or, or whoever but I mean, the best thing I saw was this, even if you don't like him, it's not a vote for Joe Biden. It's a vote for whoever is going to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Exactly. I mean, knock on wood, but. Right. So would you rather Trump put another rapist on the Supreme Court or 
Would you rather Biden pick somebody who... God, what a horrible choice. Yeah. I mean... We, we ran the numbers and the, the situation to a, an AI and the computer killed itself. <laughs> and I'm so sorry that we have to do it in real life. I know. But, but look, I hate it when people say, oh, am I supposed to vote for the lesser of two evils? Yes. Yes. Absolutely you are. Yeah. Because people's lives are at stake and people's yeah. rights are at stake. Um. And, and then we can start talking and then we can start doing better. But right now there's we can't there's nothing we can we're do. We're in a state of emergency. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like look, you can be not you can be not stoked about Biden. <laughs> I can't say I'm stoked about Biden. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I am gonna do my part as someone who wants to help my trans friends who are really in trouble yeah. right now and someone who, you know, wants to help Yeah. I mean, very, really, very concretely, that is the next thing. That is the next step. Right. And Supreme Court justices are so important. And if you don't yeah. know why, um, just like look up a quick article about why those seats are extremely important. Um, and yeah, think about who you would want picking who goes in that seat. Because those people affect the rights of everyone. Right. So... Anyhow, how do we get there? <laughs> I don't know. How did how does anybody get anywhere? How does anyone what get is, anywhere? What is yeah. life? What is life? What is time? What is time? Really? Anyway, what you know what time uh, is? I know mm. I mentioned this earlier. Time is creating this amazing Disney pirate hairstyle you've got going on right now. slowly but surely you can't see it but thank you disney pirates that's very good yeah thank you 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 are in a disney swashbuckler film and you look (laughs) you look great like you are the prince in this disney like you're the captain you're the captain of a ship yeah you know and you're like kind of a swashbuckling guy but you're a pirate with a heart of gold you know you steal treasure from the empire but then you give it to like poor families give it back yeah, you give it to poor like, families. I mean, Robin Hood on the seas. Is, Robin Hood on the a water. That's a good pitch. It's that's a good, good pitch. pitch. So whenever coronavirus is like down and we can, you know, get back to filming things and Disney finally makes Pirates of the Caribbean 10 or whatever they're on right now. <laughs> exactly. Give me a call. Yes. Let me know. Yes. I love it. But thank you all so much for your, uh, for your questions and for staying engaged with us during this time. And I know yes. it's... Uh, it's tough. Yeah, and if we didn't get to your question, we will get to it on a later episode. Keep sending them in, please. Keep sending those questions. We love them. We need them. We feed off of them. We feed us. Feed of them. It's the only thing I can eat. <laughs> the only things that can eat are your questions on this <laughs> diet. So, Where can they send those questions, Haley? That's a great question, Zach. They can send Thank them. Thank you. <laughs> they can send them to us on Twitter at NotTogetherCast, on Instagram at NotTogetherPodcast, uh, or on Facebook, just look up We're Not Together. Or you can send us an email on nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. It's just that easy. It's so easy. Oh, a and caveman if you do, do want it. to, uh, a caveman can do it. Um, <laughs> if you do want to just send us uh, a question that's maybe just maybe personal or just for, just for us, um, feel free to do that uh, and let us know. Safe words, avocado. Oh, um, uh, no. Is or it no. avocado? Was it artichoke? I think it's artichoke. It's artichokes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm just thinking about avocado. Um, any, just any vegetable starting with an A. We'll really. get the point. We'll get the point. But anyway, uh, 
Although avocado is a stone fruit, technically. <laughs> Damn it, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the gist. We'll get it. Uh, but we do love getting your questions and we love answering them. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening uh, and hope everybody's doing well, staying safe, staying healthy. Wear a mask. Yes. Yes. Wear a mask. We all got to do our part. This is a notice out to all the queers out there. Please save Halloween and wear a mask because the sooner we can get out of this, the sooner we can get to Halloween. I haven't even started planning a costume because I'm like, am I even going to need one? And that makes me so sad. Um, but thank you all again so much for listening. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Haley. You're the best co-host <laughs> a gal could ask for. Haley, you are. This podcast is such a highlight of my weeks, honestly, when we do this. Yeah, so thank it's you. Yeah, so nice. It's helping us stay sane. So find you a Zach. Or a Haley. Or a Haley. <laughs> <laughs> to do something fun with. But anyway, like we said, <laughs> I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. Bye, y'all. Bye. We're Not Together is produced hosted and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson. Did we ever talk about how large Goldilocks must have been? Oh. So so a baby bear is still very big. Yeah. And for their bed or chair or whatever to be too small for her, the just right <laughs> is a full-grown female bear. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Goldilocks is a hardy gal. She's a hulking <laughs> little girl. Half, maybe Goldilocks is like a half orc or something. I mean, I'd be scared if I found her sleeping in my bed. <laughs> Me too. Everyone's talking about the big bad wolf, but nobody's talking about Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, the giant little girl. Speaking of big bad wolf, what were Red Riding Hood's proportions? I'm not sure. Was she also a giant little girl? Her grandma was at least wolf size right in order and for... big wolf size big bad wolf size yeah and wolves are bigger than you think so she had a large grandma so it only makes sense she would be a large girl she'd probably be proportionally also quite like a little <laughs> large little girl <laughs> those dang big little girls at it again big little girls i'd watch, I'd watch it, it. <laughs>